welcome to another episode of the Criterion Cult Podcast. We got a huge announcement. The Dodgers have won the World Series. We're recording the podcast on the same day that they've won the World Series. So if you hear a lot of honking and a lot of fireworks in the background, it's just big celebration for uh, the Dodgers as well as the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Garcia. We got Diego the Demon Diaz. What's up? Nacho Peter Lorre Vielma. Oh, I got it, yeah. <laughs> and Mondo Arvizu. It's Peter Lorre. Ah, <laughs> oh, whatever. But that was good, though. That was yeah. close. Yeah, no, you do I look like, like him. <laughs> yeah, this is the Criterion Cult Pod. Welcome, cult members, to another episode. If you don't know what we do here, we talk about a Criterion Collection film, and then one of us brings a film that we believe should be in the collection, and the other three voted in or out. We are demo- we are a democracy here. We believe in voting, so uh, hopefully you voted and get out and vote. Today's episode is my episode, and it's the last installment of our Halloween episode. Ooh. I don't know why you guys have to do that every time. <laughs> Spooky. No, 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 no. no. But thank There's you. The thank ghost. you. No, no, no. I, I, I oh, love that's it. what we're doing. Oh shit. I don't know. Well, because the Dodgers won. Yeah. No, hell yeah. No, but uh, to, it's my installment. This is my episode, the last one of our Halloween episode, and today we're going to be talking about M, which is from Fritz Lang, and yeah. then later on we're going to talk about Zodiac yeah, yeah. from David yes, Fincher. Yeah. Good old Finchy boy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're going to go Finch to Finch. <laughs> M to Z. But first, we're starting off with M, which is from 1931, directed by Fritz Lang, stars Peter Lorre. Oh yeah, Lorre. Otto Wernicke. Inge Langut and Theodore Luz Laus. I mean, I don't, you know, these are they're German. So that's pretty good. That's with pretty the, good. Loose with the Laus. That's pretty yeah. good. I'm trying mm. to do my best uh, Nazi accent. Oh. Uh, so uh, a little bit about what this movie's about. If you haven't seen <laughs> M, it's uh, when the police in a German city are unable to catch a child murderer, other criminals join in the manhunt yes and we're not talking about jeffrey epstein or donald trump here Mm-mm. this is uh this is uh written by this is where they got the idea from this is Makes yeah sense. this <laughs> makes this sense is, yeah donald trump got his whole thing from m uh the man, peter Lorre's <laughs> character got his whole style his whole fucking kind of movement his whole kind of well, yeah when uh <laughs> when trump loses this election you're gonna see him crawling like peter Lorre, yeah. Lorre at the end of the uh, at the end of m yeah no mm-hmm. that's very true yeah, and this was written by Thea von Harbu and Fritz Lang, based on an article by, <clears throat> excuse me, by Egon Jacobson. Is that his wife? Because I, I read it, it was his wife that oh. wrote him and his wife wrote the film. Oh, the okay, script. that's what nice. I read. But in those times, he just wrote it, right? He took all. The yeah, he took all the. Credit. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. 1931. Probably. Nah, okay. That would make sense. <laughs> it probably <laughs> wasn't until recently that we figured your, out. Yeah, yeah. Scratch your no, name no, off, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. Um, uh, yeah, so let's, uh, let's get into it, fellas. M, black and white, Mm -hmm. pretty much, uh, once the, uh, silent era was ending, this is one of the first kind of movies to sort of go into sound. His first, first, first. yeah, his first sound movie. His first sound movie. Good old Taki. Uh, Taki. (laughs) And, and you feel that there, but I will say this, uh, you know, there is a lot of, uh, uh, let's just start off right off the bat, a lot of people that, you know, we've, all, we've always talked about this, people who 
they they just can't really watch black and white or you know silent films or just or kind of just older, older films. films yeah right older films and i think the way that yeah. this one starts and begins uh sort of grabs you uh because you don't have those sound problems right at first yeah not at the beginning it's right. pretty like uh, i don't know coherent and cohesive coherent. you know yes like, there, there's a lot going on in it yeah, yeah. For right sure. and so and even sort of the camera movement throughout the whole film it's great but i'm saying like at the beginning it really captures uh, your attention uh, because mm-hmm. you have the the children singing that song they're yeah. playing this they're, they're playing a, a game and they're singing a song about the murders yeah. uh, about this child yeah. murder yeah. yeah and who and basically they're playing a game saying who's going to get killed by the yeah. murder who's going to get nicked <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so mom comes out and starts yelling at them is like stop doing that yeah. shit I'm gonna shut up that's morbid as fuck yeah but yeah but that shot when she's going up the stairs is kind of like a it's not a complicated shot, but I feel for that time it's kind of complicated when for she's sure. walking up the stairs. I, I, I think a lot of the you know, angle, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, I, I think a lot of those takes, even a lot of those, because uh, it's a one shot take. Yeah, you know? right. She's walking the, up the stairs. The and, shot down the stairs looked like it was fake to me. like not fake, but you know what I'm saying. Like it you're was like, like a, a set or like, like, a, a, like a not a set. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like a, a camera trick to make this like the a stairs? miniature type thing. Well, because kind of like when you like how can you say like I don't know like. Uh, right off the top of my head, like Grand Budapest, like you know Wes Anderson film. Yeah, you know, the like, miniatures, the, like the miniature, so, or like something paper. So like, he kind of like some of those things look like that. Yeah, he's the, pretty. Movie. He's pretty known for that because he did that for yeah. Metropolis. Mm-hmm. That was the whole sets okay. were miniatures yeah. and yeah. Then okay. built up. Okay, that. so that that is possible. That, that along with the, the maybe the, yeah, the cable maybe. lines and the balloon late, a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, yeah. So basically, that that beginning, I think will pull you in enough to where you're like, okay, what is this about? And then once you um, uh, you have that first little girl that shows, it, it shows her go missing, and you start hearing him whistle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you yeah. get that, that whistle from him. And that's when it starts to be like, oh, you're just like, that's going to be like the signature thing that he does. Like his calling yeah. card. The thing to him, yes. Yeah. Right. And... At first, I'm not going to lie, because this is my first time watching it, or really watching it. I tried to watch it before, but I just sort of wasn't in the mood um, to watch it. And then for this podcast, I was like, I'm going to watch it. And I wasn't sure what to expect. And then that kind of brought me in. That did bring me in, that that beginning, the way that it was shot and stuff. I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty, uh, I'm pretty excited about this. This is going in a good place. Then it introduces him, and I'm like, all right, that's a pretty kind of, scary way to introduce a character you just yeah, don't show him really yeah and then it's a he, shadow it yeah. comes yeah. up to the little girl and he's just, just whistling yeah. and, and then and he just like offers to like you know he's just like innocent offering her to like you know what is he i think he buys her a balloon right or yeah. he just yeah. a classic just, i don't know classic pedophile movie, really you know, yeah. like, <laughs> yes yeah. you know like yeah especially book. back then unfortunately you know there wasn't that Nobody was telling their kids to watch out for strangers. Well, that's was... the funny thing about everything is like it's the whistling and then just that he bought the balloon from who he bought the balloon from. And it's a blind guy. So the, obviously he can't see. He's blind. Well, he has right. a sign. He knows so we're, we're for sure he's blind. Yeah, right. positive. It says, yes, he knows. has a sign around his neck. I don't know how he and wrote that, but he wrote that and, and he got a sign around his neck. <laughs> he sells <laughs> balloons true. and he's always aware of the correct yeah. change that he's getting. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, 
Yes, it's so everyone because everyone so around that's just him is saying too busy. Like, yeah, exactly. They, they so the blind guy on. can see more than the people around him. Yeah, right. you know. Yeah. You, you see what what Lang is trying to say, or Fritz Lang is, is trying to say, is that the blind man is uh, uh, yeah. So that's in the land with the <laughs> like as Chris Farley once said, in the land of the blind, the man with one oh. eye is king, <laughs> and in the land of skunks, the man. With no nose is king. Yeah. Remember that, folks. Let that simmer. <laughs> and that has we'll, a lot to we'll do with that, M. We'll let that sink in real quick. <laughs> and that has a lot to do with M because I think if they were to remake M in this current time, and Chris Farley was still alive, he'd make a great Peter Laurie yeah. M uh, bad guy. I'm just trying to connect it. That might not be true. Know. I'm just trying to. I think you well, make a good blind Peter. <laughs> well, maybe because Peter Laurie was a comedic actor. You that's know? funny because I've never first seen role. him in a comedic role. Well, that's... He was typecast after this. Actually. Yeah, exactly. He was that's what, that's why I think you might know Peter Lorre from Casablanca. Yeah, he did. Wasn't uh... he Hunchback Notre Dame or no? Or he was just the uh, Igor. He looks funny. Frankenstein. Doesn't mean you have to call him a Hunchback. Right? Yeah, he. I mean, you don't have to automatically <laughs> assume that. No, but he was <laughs> typecast after that, and and uh, he started doing yeah. a lot of like that mystery, uh, that mystery thriller type not, stuff, yeah. and that's what he did for pretty much uh, the rest of his life yeah. after this, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Um. I I've only seen him in sort of the things that he was in the Alfred Hitchcock stuff. He's yeah. in. Casablanca, Looney Tunes, Animaniacs. <laughs> you know, the, he's always that creep yeah. character. He, he's, yeah. you know, oh. he's great in that stuff. No, but I think you're right. He might be some sort of Igor or something. Yeah, I thought he was. I don't know. Maybe I don't not, know. There's but... no reason to harp on that. Yeah. Peter Laurie anyway. is great in this because he's just a strange looking guy. Yeah. If yeah. you, I, I think that was probably his biggest. Uh, it, like, uh, like the selling point to, yes, for him uh, to get this. Yes, his selling point is, as to him being an actor yeah. mm-hmm. is that he looks so strange that he could always play either an oddball he or a villain. He just stands out. Yeah, he's not yes. like a typical looking guy, but right. I don't know. It looks good on film, you know. Like he. I yeah. Think, no. Know. And and I don't. I'm not saying he's like an ugly guy or like a, a no, weird looking saying, guy. Well, I guess I am saying he's a weird looking guy, mm-hmm. but he's just. Um, he stands out in that way, and so here he's playing a child murderer, um, a guy who is mentally ill. He yeah, like there's one pills. point in the film where he just explains that he he can't stop. There's nothing he can do to stop. It's just, but yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a weird thing too, where he recognizes that you know that and, whole speech. That whole yeah. speech is bonkers. It's it's. I mean, you kind of feel for him. But at the same time, you're kind of like, what? You know? But then, yeah, because you nuts. are that that's, and you think that, yeah. you He's should be put nuts. away. Right. You know? Yeah. Right? Which they, but they make that you, argument. Okay, so you guys felt for him. Well, so, I personally, I think like... At one point... Well, let me just sort of... Sorry, okay, sorry, let me explain it really ahead, quick. Yeah. At one point in the film, mm-hmm. uh, these thieves, these uh, robbers and thugs, yeah. you know, Peter Laurie's going around killing kids. And so that means the cop... You know, the, the cops are going around just kicking down doors, Busting fucking with everybody's looms, shit. Yeah. And so a bunch of thieves and stuff are just so like... So the gotta, hoodlums of the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Real, real Take quick, it into though, their own I've hands. Seen, I've seen them define as thieves and beggars. Like, are they the same? same no, same they're different. Way? No, they're different. 
but I, I've seen beggars are pretty much the I've homeless. Seen We're describe- talking back in 1931. No, 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 no but they I had seen them literally- described like as beggars or for this movie. Well, the beggars are, are like the ones the that the thieves told they paid them to to uh, to go after him to check for him. So they're beggars to be and on the lookout. All. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. 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 That was an unnecessarily unnecessary <laughs> question, Nacho. But thank you for asking it. We now know a bit the difference between beggars and thieves. No, no, no. Wasn't no. that a thrice song? We were just talking about thrice. That sounds like a thrice song. So he gets all these. They all the thieves. He doesn't, but all the thieves and everyone in the city they decide to, yeah. to go find this guy who's killing children because not because they really care about the children, but because uh, they just don't they care about business. Yeah, it's with their business, business. Yeah. And so they actually find, get a tip that he's in this building, locked in this building, and they go and they and they find a way to go in there. To what are you trying to say? I want to say that I'm not crazy. So yes, thieves, beggars. No, these are like in those times they were more like mob Which, bosses. They they were like crime people, like people who had like these these businesses that were being affected because the cops were all about. They're right. not necessarily thieves. They're more like mob bosses. And then they had beggars. Yeah. There's doing mob bosses. There's mob bosses. That's what. That's yeah, what, it's like a that, shot caller yeah. and the and you know, people underneath. Exactly. Yeah. So that, the, that, the hoodlums. So I'm not crazy. And then the thieves. I just want to say that's all I want to point out. There's different <laughs> tiers. Okay, Jordan. <laughs> and yes. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Sure. <laughs> Look, and then so they they finally okay, and then they finally get a hold of him. Yeah. Uh, they they get a hold of him. The the murderer Peter Laurie. Yeah. They take him to this basement. Yeah. And they do this sort of kangaroo court. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. it's just all these criminals and the townspeople and the victims and the victims the mothers the mothers who are basically without a child now. With the, yes, they they are definitely with <laughs> They're sad. Grief stricken, yeah. yeah. But but I'm saying like so they're all just like I mean they're gonna like kill him. It's a it's a mob rule. There, there's yeah. no real justice that's gonna go yeah, on yeah. there. Which and so it's truly he, Jackson's the lottery. And, and so he basically pleads for his life, saying you know I. You know, there's nothing I could do. It's just uh, there's nothing I can stop myself. I can't stop myself from yeah, killing just, children. Uh, yeah. And he's doing this crying thing. And so you're saying, because for me, you know, Peter Laurie is a great actor. And so that scene, he does it brilliantly. It, it's great. Yeah. You, you obviously, there is that sympathy and, and he is very sympathetic and, and you sort of yeah. feel something, but not at all do I feel like that mob is in the wrong. No, I, no, I think no, that I mob should tear his ass up. Yeah, no, I don't disagree like with they, the mob. Like but just, just in, that second, in that second, he, he did his job that of instance, making you feel yeah, like that sort instance, of bad for him. Yeah, his acting, you could see the, yeah. the, the what he put into the role. Because, I mean, throughout the film you see him, but it's very short. It's not very... That the 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 amount of time he has in the scenes isn't very long. They focus on everyone chasing him and the the police and all that. Right. When it gets it's to like, that point, yeah. that it's like that climatic point where he gives you his speech. Man, that hits. His you know, you're, story, yeah, yeah, you're just kind of like, holy shit, I feel bad for this dude. But yeah, I don't disagree that yeah they should have fucking. Yeah, I almost apart. fell for it too. But I'm thinking is like yeah the well, what about these people? They're wrong. You yeah, know? well, like when the, the when the mom says like you know like she kind of cries out like you know what about the children like and and like how they felt and how she's left feeling that kind of like brings yeah you back and he's to, saying right he away. doesn't deserve this yeah. kind of treatment and stuff like that well and neither the did these kids guy, yeah that judge guy or whoever they got yeah. to like judge Defend the them. court yeah or whatever yeah. he goes like the mob uh, boss he goes um he says something about like oh this person doesn't deserve that he should you know um 
human beings deserve to be tried and you know justly. Yeah, not, he'd rather be turned over. Then, yeah, we shouldn't. Take he'd rather be turned like, turned over to the cops. Yeah, because he thinks he'd get a better, um, you know, chance at justice for right. himself. You know, or not rather than just stuff. death. And even the mob boss says like, "Yeah, you're just gonna uh, plead insanity or something and get mm-hmm. off lightly." You know. Yeah. No, and, for sure. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what it feels. What this movie is asking mm-hmm. is that is that okay? Is that something? Because yeah, this person have the, is, is murdering children, but do we still have like? Right. But do we still have the right to do a level? Like, like we're level-headed, you know. These people. Yes. Do we have that choice to make? That yeah, he should die or be put in, yeah, the death sentence or whatever. You yeah, know? should we give him to right. the cops? Yeah. and let him go through the justice system, which might not. Well, not we know it doesn't favor. work. We know it doesn't work. You know. Yeah, we know it doesn't work, yeah. and we know that. We know that the way that they caught him in this scenario is illegal. Yeah, they, so they it's going to be him. like... Yeah, yeah. So they are going to look worse mm-hmm. than... and They don't. They even, might get a worse sentence than I he mean, does. Hopefully, you know, you know obviously yeah. we spoil stuff here. But the ending of this is not This came out in 1931, no. No. ladies and no. gentlemen. <laughs> Come on, get on the ball. Spoiler alert, 1931. <laughs> no, but this... This movie the Nazis ends, lose the war. This, this movie ends in a very sad note. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it, it. It doesn't feel you don't know like what he, Peter Lorre gets. Yes, it doesn't feel like Peter Lorre got sentenced to anything because mm-hmm. you. The last thing you hear is from a mother from a saying, mother, yeah. "You know, the, our kids like our. You know, our kids are gone. Yeah. Like, like pray for our kids or something. Right? Yeah. What, something yeah. like that." Something about something the kids. About like the just, but even yeah, that. Like, it's never going to be just. Yeah. It's ne- oh, yes. This is never going to bring our kids back. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, this is going to go into World War Two, But there's already World War One. you know? Mm-hmm. So, there's is that kind of... Is it con- uh, commenting <laughs> about the war, you know? Well, it's about sending off your kids and they're oh, not going to come back, that. you know? I didn't get that. Oh, wow. If they don't come back, you know, like it's like. Well, I mean, that's a good point. I I, I, I didn't see that, that when I was watching it, mm-hmm. but that I mean, that's. But it's like a could be like. Well, seen so you're when this movie happened after the first world war. Yeah, yeah. is in between. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was two years before the Nazi regime yeah. took over. Yeah. So yeah, there was that, already. So it's already kind of like going. The, it's like kind of like that, ro- yeah, the that, ball's rolling on yes. that stuff. That you know? Nazi propaganda was already in the streets, which is yeah. actually a reflection that. We already hit kinda, the streets. We already got the flyers. We got he, the T-shirts, which ended up getting this. <laughs> Hugo movie Boss put designed the, the uniforms. Two years after it was released, mm-hmm. for thirty something years. Wait, yeah. what? Well, because uh, I was gonna say, uh, Fritz actually, um, it was a reflect. Like your he boy wrote Fritz. This, he, <laughs> Fritz <laughs> he on wrote, the Ritz. Uh, Fritz. He wrote this film in that with that, um, and train of thought saying that he didn't like the reflection that he was seeing in his. You know, his country, up, yeah, 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 yeah. With with Nazis, with uh, mm-hmm. underground crim crimes and stuff like that. Yeah. That's why he wrote the film the way he wrote it. Um, I see. It's and a so, reflection yeah. of his own of society. So you're saying because not sure you're saying that because of that they put it in a vault. Yeah, this this film was like banned like two years after it was released. Once the Nazi regime took over, they banned it. It wasn't mm-hmm. released until like another thirty years later. And then the edition that got released in the 60s was supposedly like a horrible edition because they ended up adding like, uh, they changed the format of, I guess, how you see it. But they added songs, which Fritz wouldn't have approved, like music, which, 
Like he wanted the way I guess Criterion re- released it, is and we all know should. Fritz personally. That's why we call yeah, him Fritz, Fritz dude, a boy, he's, he's and fun. he would have not liked this. Oh music. yeah, dude. he's our boy. But yeah, no. So yeah, it was released later in a format that he, they, they they state that he wouldn't approve of that. Like the music, all this, yeah. they added all this shit, and then once right. they re-released it again later on, mm. which I want to say it was probably the Criterion release. They restored it to like maybe yeah. The way was he, this he wanted. was this so on what Laserdisc? we saw is how he wanted it. like no music. You know, the, very minimal. Yes, the bare bones. The, yes. Yeah, this is a very early spine, so it might have been a laser disc release too. Right? Probably. Yeah. And that's uh, that's one thing about the release. We'll just like wrap it up, right? Mm-hmm. We'll get yeah with we'll this. The Criterion release is crisp. It looks beautiful, clean. Yeah. I think one of the greatest things about. The release that they have in the special features, I will say, that I watched is them talking about how it was restored and the, the different things it went through mm-hmm. to get restored, uh, the different cuts, the, the the different scenes that were left out, the different things, you know what I mean? Um, so get it on Blu-ray uh, on yeah. Criterion yeah. because, you know... It's it it's a, I think it's a classic. Um, I think Peter Lorre, if you know him from Casablanca and stuff, I think this is you know this is a shining this is a shining light. This is what yeah. he's here for. He's here to be a creep, and as much I mean you know he was here to be a creep. R.I.P. Peter Lorre. R.I.P. But let's get final thoughts on this, Mondo. Let's get your final thoughts. Uh, damn yeah. I mean damn Peter Lorre, you're great man. I mean, he wasn't. I don't know. He wasn't like in it too much, but that mm-hmm. last, you know, like kind of like courtroom scene is just like, mm-hmm. it's pretty powerful, you know, like, and yeah. it doesn't feel out of, <laughs> it doesn't feel out of place at all. So I just feel this could be remade too at the same time. You know, it's oh, like has one of those storylines. Like I, that's, that's, we that's, talked about that a little bit earlier and I felt the same way. Like we just like, I mean, you don't have to call it M or something like that. It could be on its own, kind of, but I mean... Sort of based on it, in a way. Yeah, yeah. loosely That based. idea of... Uh, yeah, I like, like these that mo- idea These mobsters, of, like, taking things in their own hands. Of a city of criminals being like, there's this child murderer who's fucking up our business. Yeah. And the cops Let's aren't go. doing their job, kind of, and right. we're going to take As shit into our don't. own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and they even could in have... Germany. And they even can even the have, like, other motives, you know, like... You know, it was one of their kids or something like that, or just they want to protect, you know, their own. You They're know, closely affected. You by know, it. They, it could be just like a cultural thing or like a racial thing, kind of even. You know, yeah, they want to protect their own and want to preserve that. So, I think I feel like it could be remade for sure, but and not this. I mean, right? Not not tarnish. dissing this. Yeah, not yeah. tarnishing right. the original. And you know, on at its all. Own, like a yeah. standalone type thing. But yeah, I mean, I give this. Um, Three and a half children's songs. <laughs> oh, okay. Singing in the that's, park, you know. All right, that's strange, but okay. <laughs> I like it. Nacho, last thoughts. Um, so this film, it's old, 1931, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, but it's like I don't know. I don't know how many films were like this. Like that that's, whole. You can't just procedure. point out something like that. You can't just. Oh, the film's old. It's I saw old. it. Old. It's black and white. There's not a lot of music. Um, there's little people doing funny things peter laurie he again like i i didn't care much for him until that very that last scene because know? he reminds you of yourself he reminds me of myself if you guys were like, to, okay and if you always, guys haven't seen nacho look at a picture of nacho and peter laurie well, they he, will soon well here's right? nacho they will uh, soon. please just put your face on the cover <laughs> of 
Well, here's oh, the thing. Man. I'm here only for the persecution of little people. Like, I'm, I'm sick of this. Like, people always part of the lollipop fucking choosing. <laughs> you know, bad things happen, and you want to point the finger at little people and shit. And, like, we're not all evil. We don't all kill people. Maybe pay to Lori. I don't know. But um, I'm not going to lie. Watching it at first, yes. Since there's no maybe music, nothing, it kind of it seemed like a little slow for me. At, at, okay. at, at the beginning you know yeah. but it, it, i felt like it kind of picked up you know with um you know once again, they're chasing him it exactly picks up with the chase and, you know and you know it, it, once he's with that little girl and they're kind of like figure out like oh he's there after yes him exactly like that, you know and it then, picks up and yeah. then the blind person the only one who like was able to like you know yeah. pick him out his whistling See? all that yeah. you know <laughs> exactly no exactly <laughs> it, it was it was dope you know i yeah. i i like that the movie's dope no. So, anyways, no. You could say the movie's dope, but we're gonna laugh at you. <laughs> yeah. No, it was tight. <laughs> movie was sick. When the they could have trimmed off. Quote, it was cr- tight. Quote. It was tight, but they could have trimmed off some. Fat. When Criterion mm-hmm. finally invites us into the closet and they let us pick the things we want to pick out of the closet, they're gonna be like, "Hey, Nacho, what are you getting there?" He's like, "I'm getting them. It's dope. It's <laughs> dope, yo." Yeah. Um, it's no. like leave. You, gotta, you fucking. <laughs> no, but I think this is a good pairing I'll with the next movie. You know, just about a killer who you yeah. know. Yeah. They go into this. They go into the writing. You know, like all again, all that procedural stuff, right? Yeah. So it was cool. I like this. I will give it three and a half balloons in the electrical lights. Oh, okay. I like that. I like these scores so far. I mean, yeah. this was exciting. I like this because these are a good pairing, and I picked them. <laughs> Diego, what are your last thoughts? So, I'm a fat. I'm a fan of Fritz Lang. Uh, I, I just Fritz. the stuff he does uh, with the camera is beautiful. Um, You've seen others? I saw Metropolis. Oh, I'm nice. a fan of Metropolis. I haven't seen Metropolis. Um, I gotta check that yeah. out. Now. I will definitely check it out. I mean, just now. the yeah. camera tricks he did for that yeah. film is is beautiful. But I feel like I need another watch. I don't hate it. It's not that I hate it. I just don't think I grabbed. I got enough from the film as much as I would have liked to. Where I'm like fully awake and want to you know give it my full attention because this film demands full attention just like the next film that we're going to talk about and something that you touched on which him having like when they re-released it with him not having the control to pick what you know a sound score or music to put on it that's something that we're going to talk about in the next film as well which i think i like that i watched a film that doesn't have that Mm -hmm. because it's refreshing to watch films i mean to be able to see every era of filmmaking and this is one of its kind and i think like this also set uh it, it said like the i would say like the bare bones of what crime fillers are supposed to be you know yeah and you see that in this film so just on the facts that i just listed right now i i'm gonna rate it a three but again still with a question mark because i might want to rewatch it again i might change that score but for no, there's now, no this is final there's no question <laughs> marks now, here you for don't myself, fucking get to go for back myself, on what you said uh, this is recorded for myself this but, is apple itunes approved <laughs> but but uh, i'm gonna give it a three okay nice. i like that oh, yeah. all right my final thoughts on it are that for it being from the 1930s even though i'm always down to watch anything from any era doesn't matter if it's silent doesn't matter if it's you know whatever doesn't matter if you're black or white. <laughs> Completely unnecessary, but yes. 
<laughs> and so when I watched this film, I was like, oh, I was like, all right, back in the 30s, there was people who were like, like doing stuff that was kind of like weird, that it was sort of, uh, it was out there. It was sort of uh, subversive. It was kind of crazy. Like people weren't just talking about people murdering children on film all the time. You know what I'm saying? And so this guy's just like, well, he's all, you know what? I'm messing with sound now. So now I could, uh, I can murder children with some sound. And I think that's a great, I think that's a great way to start off your, your talkie as Mondo called it, career. And I'm just joking. Obviously, that's not. But I think that's. A, I think it's a very uh, cool, uh, in, tor- in, tor- in, art, in an art way, to start off uh, your talkie career with a movie like this. Something where there is, it's, it is about a murderer, and, you, and he is really trying to get you to be sympathetic to that murderer, you know? And there are some scenes yeah. where, you know, a lot of things happen and there's no sound. It's, you're just kind of like, did my speakers blow out you're just i'm not which, sure yeah I mean. which i enjoy if you're that, not used was, to things yeah, like that yeah but it doesn't take away from the suspense it doesn't take away from the acting it doesn't take away from anything that goes on in the film so for me i was really into this i'm gonna give it i would say probably i'm gonna do three and a half m's on the back of that guy's uh, on Peter Lurie's coat, coat. Yeah. Peter Lurie's coat. That is crazy because I mean this is. this movie does ask a question that's pretty like I feel like contemporary or like forward thinking, you know, at least for oh well, yeah forward thinking because I think that's like a question that's asked today. Like, do we have that right to judge people? Yes, like you know, absolutely. with our judicial system and court of law, all that right. stuff. Is, is there like a the, do we know, have based on and death mob sentence. rule basically? Yeah, and to be like and Peter Laurie having that like that's like thought process of like it's something he has to do because it's the you only the, the only piece he had was when he was doing it from what he yeah. says, you know. Yeah. Like otherwise, those those. But yeah, that's pretty forward. I feel like that's pretty forward yeah. thinking for 1931. You know, yeah, like even good. now, it that's mm-hmm. kind of like what we're kind of questioning now. Like, does someone have that right? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. No, so, for sure. Because uh, yeah, we. I mean, can we just drag Trump out into the streets and beat the shit out of him? I think we should be able to. <laughs> just like I think we should have. They should have just done that thing to uh, this child murderer. But mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. That's uh, I'm not saying what I'm saying is right, but that's just what I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. who who what who knows who mm. what? Do we have know? to change our way of thinking, or you know, or like should, that's or should you just watch M on the Criterion Channel? <laughs> Please, Criterion, <laughs> call us back. All right, Jordan, what do you got next for us? Yeah, Fincher, what's next? <laughs> well, I got the Zodiac mm. from 2007. directed by david fincher Mm. starring jake gyllenhaal robert downey jr mark ruffalo anthony edwards john carroll lynch and the beautiful chloe there's a huge fucking cast for this dude every every scene someone it was someone like who's who's who of knows no (laughs) (laughs) and if you don't no no and if you don't know what the movie's about after what mondo just said uh it's about in the late 1960s early 1970s a san francisco cartoonist becomes an amateur detective obsessed with tracking down the zodiac killer 
an unidentified individual who terrorized Northern California with a killing spree. That's Donnie Darko who becomes the amateur detective. Oh, yeah, Ladies Robert Retard uh, Graysmith, right? Oh, someone, someone heard <laughs> a joke. Hey, it was a movie joke. They, I know they say that in the movie, but you got to explain that. Oh, yeah, a little later. Didn't, <laughs> didn't Mark Ruffalo look like Ted Bundy? Oh, with those sideburns, with the, the curly hair, like you yeah, know, like I, I would hair, say yes, like a little Ted Bundy was going on, kind of. Well, but, that's a good. But way that's to start how it that off. guy looked, though. Like the that's a good way to start it off, Mondo. Because let's talk about why Zodiac should be in the Criterion Collection. Because mm. there is no good Ted Bundy movies. There is no good Jeffrey Dahmer movies. There is no good Charles Charles Manson movies. Have you seen my friend Dahmer? Why but would that's I... pre that's pre him being a serial killer. No, that's not that you're saying that's a good movie. I haven't seen it. I'm just saying I liked it. I heard it was good. I, I liked it. it. I heard oh, it was come good. on, as good as Zodiac. No, I'm not saying it's as good. I'm just okay, saying I liked but I'm, it. That's what I'm saying. A movie that really So so okay. So the Zodiac <laughs> is not about it's about the Zodiac, sure. But it's about the reaction that the people that dealt with that case. The reaction to their lives or, or the, the, the obsession. The obsession, yeah, the obsession same, is the same as the film we talked about prior, where it's affecting business. So, right. you know what I mean. So it's not so much about the the serial killer, right? Whereas exactly. Yeah. So when you have those movies like My Friend Dahmer and fucking all those other, I don't lame, know why you're rolling your eyes at me because <laughs> I don't know why you're doing that. Because I you, didn't say it should be part of the criteria. But I just said, said I liked it. Well, that's why these eyes are rolling back. And so there, it's just like, oh, okay, like, let's see, like, Zodiac doesn't do that. It doesn't try to give you this idea of who the Zodiac is or show you him as a kid or what he might have been like as a kid or what he might have been like if, uh, you know, when you see him in his trailer or whatever the, the case may be. David Fincher literally has a bunch of different actors play the Zodiac, the Zodiac at, those, yeah. at those different times yeah. that you see those different crimes. For every murder, yeah. There really is no way to say that those were all the same person. Right. So a lesser director and a lesser movie, like all those other movies about serial killers, they'll try to get into the psyche of the killer, try to be like, ooh, let's find out what's wrong with the killer. And so they'll show you some shit about how his childhood went or how the high school how their high school experience was or all these other things that are over dramatized and aren't really uh facts they're not facts they're just accounts from other people right which would be better if you showed it in a documentary whereas the zodiac i've never seen a zodiac documentary as good as this film whereas i can watch a bunch of other uh, murdered Charles Manson, Serial Jeffrey Dahmer, John Wayne Gacy, yeah. whoever. I could watch documentaries that are much better informed, much better. Enter- they're, they're entertaining. They actually keep me engaged as opposed to the films that are about them. Where but some also, actor- not, a, yeah, not, but- a, not, not a knock on this film, though, but... Do you think it's because they actually know who the killer is? Like in, the, the, in those yeah, circumstances where like the, where there's the, this there's this sort of sort of uh, They don't know for sure. No, no, the, you don't the, know. No, 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 he's talking about in the other films. Oh, no, I mean cuz that comparison, you know what I'm saying? So with Zodiac, it's like you don't know, you know? No, well, so the, it kind of adds that mystery still where it keeps you what he did so well was to keep you engaged because you don't know and it's this process of you know, this obsession with these different characters, these different lives. And and that's what makes this film 
so good is because it's not worried about focusing on some fucking white psycho as most of those other movies are worried about. It's worried about the effect of the victims. It's worried about the effect of the people that it, that that has surrounded whether they knew who the zodiac was or not and maybe that is wasn't wor- really worried about the victims what do you mean the film yeah yeah of course i feel like it was more worried about the people the white to... psychos trying to figure yeah, out the who... people trying to catch him well yeah. they weren't white psychos you talk about jake gyllenhaal and robert downey jr and, and mark, yeah mark i mean i wouldn't call them psychos not what yeah, call them psychos, they're but I, I obsessive felt like about film, it. Maybe... Well, okay, they're obsessive because they're trying to find a killer. They're mm-hmm. tra- or they're trying to figure out this thing, but they give you enough time with each victim in the film to show you. It, it's not like it gives you a huge backstory, but you get who those people are enough to when when you know it shows the Zodiac murder them and mm-hmm. it shows them go through the things they're going through that you feel that sympathy. It's not just some jump scare. It's not just mm-hmm. uh, a right, horror yeah. it's, kill. It's, it's not, not trash, just yeah. right. It, it, it's you. You have a, a real reason as why you're seeing him kill these people because you're like, oh, these are people. These are actual people mm. who dealt with this this stuff. Mm. And, you know, it, it really shows you also how he focused more so on the females and left a lot of the, the males alive in a lot of his killings. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, that was one thing I had about this, too, was why did they take so long to get Minkus back to question him about well, because they say at one point that he went off the grid, they couldn't find him. Yeah, oh, they he leaves. Find- oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he yeah. leaves because he just doesn't really want anything to yeah. do with that, which is, you know, it's one of those things, what, you know, I I get you Dude, want to PTSD. try to find who did that, but, but it's do you want to keep, yeah, you, you don't want to keep like, getting hassled. Yeah, you, you mm-hmm. saw, it's going to bring you, up that You memory. saw this girl you like get murdered and you didn't get murdered. You were almost murdered. But you survived. Yeah, I thought that he was like because it looked like he sh- was shot in the neck, right? So, yeah. yeah, it's like survivor's yeah. remorse. It's... And he shot him a shit ton of yeah, other times. Yeah, he did. Asshole. Yeah. And, then... <laughs> and he shot him in the back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's funny, yeah. but <laughs> what's crazy? What Fincher did with this movie, though, is that he, the way he laid out those murder scenes, is supposed to be like shot for shot, exactly like how the crime scenes went down and all that. The one like, where their bodies don't work and everything, the way the bodies were and like against the cars or just the way they were found was literally like hey fincher does his homework shit, dude, dude. i love i love those shots and the, was, when the first murder when they find that when the cops come up to the the scene and the car and the the chick is just laying like yeah on the door like kind of on the door like that looks sick uh, like gross like disgusting not sick you know not like, like sick dope you. i know no, no. it looked it look, it's both it looked good it looked really <laughs> well like it just looked fucking cool like you know yeah, like you know it was like set up but also again the 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 couple by the lake that when he just stabs him in the back oh, and like oh, that is so it had been gruesome. a minute since i seen this i mean i've seen it like quite a few times because I, I was a fan of this movie when it originally came out but seeing it again like and seeing that scene i was just it, it made me cringe because it was just the scene was so brutal it, it was you know it felt it was, right. it was and brutal. Be, and just it's because scene. of the way that it's filmed, yeah. right? Yeah. Because of the he, way that you experience that. He, and because you have that little tiny scene that's just so of them driving gross. up to the lake and you sort of have that idea of who that these people tone, are. Yeah. And, and, and again, it, I you know, you're saying, does it really care about the victims? But I, I think it really does. I, I, I think it's not giving... I think it's talking shit about the people who are giving uh, attention to the Zodiac Killer. I think it's really focusing on... The people who, yes, they were obsessed over it, but 
you know, it, I feel like it it's more sort of giving giving more attention to the people that are trying to figure this out. I of course, more so than the victims. Uh, oh, oh, I agree. Of you course, know, like yes, the, but, they're getting more attention. But I'm saying the movie and in general not, for most films, most films about serial killers. My point that I was trying to make mm-hmm. is that they don't. They're not focused. They're not worried about victims. They're not worried about the families of the yeah, victims. They're worried about trying to show a cool killer, showing a cool. And again, yes, they don't know who the Zodiac is, but they could have. They could have sensationalized this for a movie. Like focus more on why the killer is, why the way he is. Yes, they could have had just like shots of him. Yeah, where you don't see who the killer is, but he's just like, like where he's making his little costume and stuff or something. No, I don't think they sensationalize him. They really try like these people that were like, yeah, just trying to figure out who this person was and like. But but also the point is that it's just not maybe that's not the point. But what I get from the film, the film, the film, (laughs) is that. It's, it's not about who the Zodiac is really. The, the The movie is not trying to solve a mystery. It's just saying that it could be anybody. It, you know, there's well, no. Well, yeah, because it shows flaws in every character. I just right. felt like there's flaws in all of them. That anyone involved in this like deteriorated or died. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm sorry. Excuse me. Everyone involved, kind of like their lives were ruined. You know. You know. It's. Because it consumed them. It consumed them. Their mm-hmm. obsession, like, that's all they could think about. Yeah, and, and it reminded me of a lot of uh, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Okay. Uh, I don't know her name. Patton Oswalt's... Uh, right, yeah, the HBO wife. documentary. Yeah. That, that which where she, which yeah. actually I was going to touch on because the whole time the cops are working on this, right? Anthony Edwards, Mark Ruffalo. Who's great in this. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's brilliant. A- Anthony Edwards MVP, let me just hand yeah. it out, even though everyone's like, great in this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I liked Anthony Edwards a lot. I was yeah. Why I, when I this saw guy, that, like, I was like, in oh, more yeah, things? Why isn't he in? Why more was he just shit? in Revenge of the Nerds? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. All right, but uh, no, but um, it kind of that that's the latest thing as far as like serial killers I've seen um recently, mm-hmm. and it just shows too the film, a cop didn't crack the case in this film, you know, or quote unquote crack the case, a cartoonist did. Why can't cops? Yeah, just because... It pokes fun at cops too, as as in as much as you want to praise cops and say like you know they're, you know detectives whoever um they're in charge of leading the case finding who these killers are killers are, basically doing all the hard work. Who ends up solving the case? A cartoonist, someone that's of quote unquote lesser knowledge, feel, lesser skill. I feel like that's hard to like. I don't know what cops go through, you know, like, I mean, detectives and stuff like that. Like they, they, they might have like this huge caseload, but coming like, from this a, not might just be the only case they but have coming from like a true crime fanatic, mm-hmm. or at least, or at least someone that listens to true crime often podcast or whatever. Why haven't you figured out a crime, Diego? What's I, up? You know what? Where you I don't, I don't, care, Diego? I don't care enough to investigate. Ted it, Cruz is a Zodiac, everyone. <laughs> but, no, but my, my point being is that um, got him. people that that aren't involved in law enforcement are usually better, I guess, detectives at it because they're I don't, not looking at it at a point of like, I don't I feel need to solve that this. they're better at it. It's just... This is the only thing they have, kind of. You know, they can put a lot more time than a cop who's being paid, because he might have other things to do. Not he's not just doing this one case, sort of. You know, so I, I he has to look at mo- multiple. That's all you need. He so just that, has multiple. Things. That's exactly yeah. yeah. Like, even, like, even as basic as 
is work sometimes like when you can't do something you know you you ask a, a peer like hey can you look at this for me i mean i'm just speaking for my personal and sometimes it's as simple as like no i'm just saying like a different perspective like well, yeah, so you're saying yeah. the cartoonist yeah. well, what, what, having different perspective from the cut. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. What, like what Mondo was saying, you know, like and it's exactly that, that he's, that he's so, doing better. Well, than not the even. Yeah, it's yeah. Just a well, they even show it. Not even in the cops' case. It's the reporter's case. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, you know, it's he's looking at from a certain perspective, and he's just kind of looking, you know, what he can see. Yeah, you know, but but, uh, also, but Jake and Gyllenhaal has this other mind. You but know? it's also exactly. their egos. You know, yeah, you know yeah. like as as a cop, too. Uh, cops have big and, egos. I mean, maybe that, not and, all cops because I don't know them all, but you know, it's kind of something you see often. They're usually quick to solve a case because they want to put it underneath. Yes, get and rid of it. That's also that you cop. You did men- it. That's it. Get exactly. Out, that's you know? that cop mentality where it's just they want. Uh, a guilty res- like you know they just want a re- like the answer they want yeah and yeah. they're gonna like poke Someone's at you and poke at you no and what. interrogate you yeah. until you give them the response yeah. they want and not necessarily that's the right like or the correct one right. or like you know yeah i understand that yeah. too you know well look i'm not trying to um sympathize with the cops here jordan who's zodiac that's what we want to know but i'm just saying <laughs> a lot of times it is hard for them to do their job because of the media yeah. which is mm-hmm. the media uh, has to do with oh, sensationalizing. Now you want to deal with fake news? Well, I'm <laughs> saying like not fake news, but they joking. sensationalize things. They yeah, make they they sell fear, and in this mm. case, that's what the Zodiac was. It was good for them yeah. to receive those letters. It wasn't like a bad thing because the media needs that. That that's what sells papers. That's what feeds that shit. You know what I mean? And they need to sell fear. You know, so that. That's one thing they show there where it's like hard for the cops to kind of do their job because the the media is getting scoops before them or the yeah, they're always releasing. fighting. Yeah, which is something. That. Did we did we bring that up in the last movie? Because it's the same thing, right? Where the guy writes. Sorry, do we? Did we bring he does that? write. No, no, no. We you, didn't. I don't know if we. I don't. I don't know. I'm just saying. About? I don't. I don't remember <laughs> if we brought that up. But bring the guy writes to the media because or Peter Mister. Peter Laurie like writes to the media because no one is paying like paying attention, you know. So he's like exactly. he wants that attention, so he writes out, and now he causes this whole frenzy, and people are tripping out. People are accusing people, you know, yeah. almost like a witch hunt, and like exactly, and, that's, and it fucks up the people just want to jump you know? on somebody, yes, you know. Exactly. It doesn't matter because like, then it causes false leads, it causes mm-hmm. all kinds of mayhem, yeah, and it fucks their work up, yeah. And that mm-hmm. was the thing about the Zodiac is that. There was all these crimes that they that he claimed that he did, mm-hmm. but there's really nobody really knows if he did yeah. every single one. Yeah, I think nobody they said knows it was only if like solid seven or six or something like that. Yeah, so and the film leads right. Him. Yeah, and the film leads towards a character, the Arthur Lee guy. Yeah, you know, but you don't know for sure, and yeah, the, the cops don't know for of... sure, you know, and that's like a weird thing, or whatever. But I mean, but I mean the. The film asks like certain questions where you're just just like how the the history teacher solved the 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 puzzle like the zodiac yeah. oh, yeah, like yeah. word thing you know, and like Jake Gyllenhaal like says like oh yeah like he's just a normal person he's not so smart but I mean there's on there's these things that like I mean there's these things that he's just like stealing from and it's just kind of blatant where he's the, where he says like oh yeah it was from the zodiac alphabet. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. He's just, or him know, being he's like, like you don't have to dig or whatever. Like you don't have to dig him. too deep. Yeah. You know, like he's it's pretty surface, and the cops aren't, and the cops can't think that way. Well, not everyone is. That's but, the thing is, that, but Jake Gyllenhaal can because he right, was because, this Eagle Scout and stuff yeah, like that's that. Why. Right, because okay. he reads those code books and yeah. stuff like that, and. I think well, he just reads in general, right? Yes, and that's what. Yeah, that's a whole other thing yeah. that 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 comes up with what's going on today is that people will just read a headline or something, and they'll just read an article, opinion. and because they don't read and because they don't know anything, mm-hmm. they just jump to some fucking crazy conclusion. Yep. And that what was going on back then is that, and it's still going on now. All you yeah, you, all you need to do is read a headline and just jump to a conclusion. You yeah. don't need to read the article. And, like, you don't form need to some get the thought facts. about it. You know, yeah. no facts, no nothing. And so that's what everyone was doing back then when the Zodiac was fucking around. Just like when well, it was Pattinson... also during like it was during like an era where serial killers became like a big thing. You know, you mm. had so many that that were out during that time, which is another reason why the media bounced on that too, because they were competing against who had you know the next serial killer and stuff like that. Yeah, I just wish that in Zodiac there was like this uh, this gang that formed to find the Zodiac. Like Son of Sam style? Well, see, no, that's like, a thing. Uh, no, I mean, like Richard Ramirez style when it was the homies fucking well, tra- chasing him down the oh, street. They didn't form. Up. They just they happened to catch on him. Yeah. Luckily, they, like all the homies caught yeah. up with that fool and they fucked him up. Yeah. No, your socks aren't <laughs> high. Who the fuck are yeah. you, fool? And, that, and that's what I'm saying. That'd be great, yes, if, if, there was, if we could have posses mobs just going around because if the zodiac around. was from east la they would have caught him <laughs> but he was from world. sf you heard it here first folks <laughs> you heard it here put me first. on the box art quote but i think again so i'm here defending this even though i know you guys are going to let it in because everything i bring you guys let it in i just know what i'm doing so the I, i'm gonna argue that the fact that David Fincher is a absolute master at going between light and dark in terms of his cinematography. Yeah. I mean, everything that you watch, it's seamless. I mean, and I'm like, because in most of the scenes when they're in the the newspaper, the the staff of the the newspaper building, the office, yeah. the office. It's bright as hell. Mm-hmm. It's always bright. But most of the stuff that deals with the Zodiac, when either whether it's, whether it's Jake Gyllenhaal watching the TV or yeah. dealing with the phone or whether he's talking to uh, Robert Downey Jr. at a bar or something, there's a lot of darkness in yeah. there. And especially when they show the Zodiac, obviously they cover him in shadow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think. Well, I mean, that late scene is daylight. And he's in that costume. <laughs> Oh yeah, well of yeah. course. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. bring up that last. Scene is, is that what was that? Were you trying to disprove my point with that? No, I'm just saying it was oh, dark. Okay. It was light. Well, the California it was light. House scene was so basement. I saw a point. It's not Thank always you. dark. That's no, I didn't dope. say that. Wait, what? The scene with the basement. You know, when they're looking, they're looking for a house with the basement. You know, that guy's, there's that many houses. You know, yeah, and that guy's house. Where that lead, the posters, yeah. all that. Well, I'm the glad you brought that up. That scene is because that is one of the, I would say. One of the best horror scenes ever put to film. Because because, chills, dude. because first it. and foremost, not only do you have that full setup of this movie where you didn't have this person, so he so Jake Gyllenhaal meets up with this guy who used to draw posters, and they believe he's a Zodiac. And I think so, he ran the he ran the theater. Well, he ran but the he, theater, but, but, but he also drew the posters because at first Jake Gyllenhaal didn't 
think that he was the one who wrote on the posters. And it wasn't until Jake Gyllenhaal goes there and he's like, oh, who was the one who wrote on the, you know. Because he says it's the other guy, right? He Some other guy that he's he, looking for. He thinks for. another guy, and but then he, he goes like, no, I Yes, I he did. says, I'm the one who did. Yeah. Yes. So Jake Gyllenhaal starts to think that he's the Zodiac. You get that feeling. You're, and even <laughs> you as a viewer, you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. fuck. Mm-hmm. It's him. It builds that. So he tells him, I have other posters in my basement. Well, he has the the log of when they showed the... That film. That, uh, survive, what was the film called? Whatever it is. But yeah. he, he's he's trying to take Jake Gyllenhaal into his basement. Yeah. And so... And the whole time I was thinking Jake Gyllenhaal could take this fool. Sure, but that's not but that's no, not what, but that's not the thing that was scary no, he, though. I mean, he could because once Jake Gyllenhaal goes down to the basement and he's down there, it seems like somebody is upstairs mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, and yeah. so he asks the guys, "Is somebody upstairs?" And so he tells them a couple times. He yeah, he tells them, "I'm here by, our, by we're here by ourselves." Mm. Like you know, and so you're right. Yes, he could have taken that little man, but as Someone who doesn't watch a lot of horror movies, someone who's not a horror person, and someone who doesn't really like jump scare shit, that was really one. It was really like a like a spine tingling moment where you're just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, for sure. And and there is no jump scare moment, and then you never find out if that might be the Zodiac, if that might, well, you know what I mean? And yeah, if he was upstairs like and hiding that, and, or something. And that's even scarier because David Fincher doesn't answer any of those questions. He just shows you what he knows from the facts that he was given from the book that Robert Graysmith mm-hmm. wrote. wrote. Yeah. And he never tries to like sensationalize anything. He never tries to be like, oh, like I'm going to show you the mind of the Zodiac. Mm-hmm. He's just like, no, this is the effects that it had on these people through this span of time. Yeah. It's like an epic. This yeah. movie is an epic. It spans a lot of time. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think it should be let in. I mean, because look, Again, that's my point. Like, besides, other than memories of murder, which I would have brought besides this if it wasn't already going on Criterion, there is no other solid murder sort of mystery that really uh, dives into the effects, or maybe even besides M, of the people around the murders as opposed to just oh let's look at oh let's look into the mind of this fucking crazy white guy yeah. you know it really goes into and yes they might not know who the crazy white guy is but they could have just done a whole thing about um the uh, Drew Carey's brother yeah uh, in he the was Drew so Carey good show. in that fucking movie like but yeah he's really good in that but but again any lesser filmmaker who didn't want to actually follow the book and make a cohesive and informative story and just wanted to make a jump scare, scary, stupid, serial killer drama would have had that guy, the uh, Gregory Lee Allen, right? That's his name or something like Arthur. that? Arthur. Arthur, Arthur Lee, Lee Allen. Arthur, yeah. Lee Allen. Yeah. Arthur Lee Allen. They would have had that character. You would have seen him more throughout the film. Mm. You would have seen him done things mm-hmm. or just... You know, you'd never have seen his face. You'd have just seen him, uh, you know, put on boots or just done these certain things throughout the film until you got to him to, like, make you think, like, oh, it's him. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in the general sense, they all, you know, everyone pretty much thinks that's Zodiac. Yes, mm-hmm. it leans yeah. toward him, towards him, but you can't make that decision for sure. Like, we're going to find out who the fuck he is on this podcast right now. 
All right, it's Ted Cruz. Yeah. I have the fucking info. I have the. <laughs> yeah, but watching this film again and then seeing um, what was the Netflix show now? Mindhunter. Yes. You, I see a lot of similarities between the two. Which is a good thing because I really liked Mindhunter and I thought it was a really I'm good. I'm sad that it's possibly yeah. not. They it's not going to come back. Yeah, it's not I'm coming so back. Sad and that about sucks. That yeah. So, but we have Zodiac. <laughs> to well, watch, I mean, you know? and we sure. still have two seasons of Mindhunter, which are really great. Better and, than yeah. nothing. And yeah. hopefully, I mean, you know, hopefully uh, Fincher will get back into this kind of stuff. Even though I love when he does, you know, he's putting out Mank, which is coming out on Netflix mm-hmm. uh, with Gary Oldman. He's taking it back. It's about the guy I think who put together uh, that Orson Welles movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what uh, the hell is it called? Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. <laughs> What's that uh, movie called? Yeah. yeah, Citizen Kane. It's about the guy who like kind of put that together. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna say this right now. This is number one Fincher. Mm-hmm. Better than Fight Club. Yeah. Better than Social Ooh. Network. Mm-hmm. Better than all that. Okay. And I mean, Criterion's already got the game. They got the case of Benjamin Button on there, and that's an awful fucking movie. (laughs) Sorry, Diego, I know that's your favorite Fincher, but it's an awful fucking movie. And it's already got a fucking Criterion release, so why wouldn't Zodiac? Immediately. So it came out on Criterion. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go through I I know it should be on here. I'm gonna go through you guys' final thoughts. I wanna Um, go first. Okay. Oh, whoa. I like oh, the enthusiasm. Because I've been building I, this up. All right, pull out your fincher. I've, I've been building this up. <laughs> pull out your fincher. Let me see it. So, oh, in terms of what you've sure. said, too, regarding... And I'll argue with you, I bro. guess I'm I'm actually not going to argue uh, because I can see why you're arguing for it. Uh, the terms that they don't dwell on the serial killer... And they show the effects that it has on everything around the serial killer is brilliant. Not only that, but just in terms of the craft that he put into it. I mean, he he's researched stuff. Him and the producer researched stuff for 18 months. That's work. A lesser director, writer, like you said, would have just gone into it. Here's a script. They would have tried Here. to sensationalize yeah. it. They Here's would have worried about, yeah. How are you going to do it? There it is. This is how much the budget is. Perfect. He didn't do that. He took his time. He he built his his ideas, how he was going to shoot it, and I think I think that's something that says a lot about him as a director. So you're right. I don't see why this isn't in the Criterion Collection. I'm voting it in. That's my stance, and that's what I'm going to stick to. Hell yeah, I like that, Diego. And look, I, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's got a pretty good, uh, pretty good release, pretty good Blu-ray release. There's some good special features on it. It's a pretty good. It's a great transfer, actually. There's actually a lot of good stuff. I, I can't argue that that's why we need it, but we do need a good cover, right, Mondo? Mondo, yeah, you're this, up next. This is kind of a cool cover. I mean, they it's do. Okay. Have, it's the letter. It, it, it's, it should it's, be the book cover. It's a San Francisco Chronicle letter kind of thing and and that's okay that's but the letter that they got from the zodiac sure <laughs> but i think criterion could do it a lot better yeah, i think we can yeah. get something from them and look again i can't really argue in terms of that but i think just in terms of preserving this film i think the craft speaks a lot more than than you know that stuff yes like the, the release that the, brings me to when i first saw it like um when the first uh, couple gets murdered well, the, at least the woman does. 
you know the like lights flashing in the dark where they're at like kind of at that like make out spot yeah, place make out point you know like the flashlights going through the windows and it's dark and mm-hmm. like it's coming through that's that's like a that that is a beautiful shot and well lit and you know like that captured my attention like immediately mm-hmm. you know and the dp is uh harris savitis i don't know how to say his last name that sounds good but yeah he, no, he did he did some other things after this like uh bling ring and um i forget what else some other sofia coppola stuff anyways but yeah i mean i can't argue against this saying like it's not for the uh it's not in um it shouldn't be in the criterion collection collection because it should be mm-hmm. i mean all fucking pretty, it should be pretty much all fincher should be in the criterion yeah. collection yeah, and yeah. he's a director yeah, yeah. that you know is making interesting films and great looking films yeah he's not um you know he's not ever just uh uh phoning it in you know i mean i love gone girl i liked girl with the dragon tattoo a lot too you know i liked his like his his later stuff Mm -hmm. and the things he was doing with mindhunter and things like that you you know his craft develops so well yeah exactly yeah he knows like he knows what he wants he knows you know how to tell a story Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. it might be long but i mean who doesn't like a long film you know like but he keeps you can delve into it you know like keeps you enthralled yeah and interesting throughout the whole film you know like so yeah i'm just i'm letting it in so of course you are nacho is it getting in not that we're not all fincher fans so two voted in thank you guys all for listening (laughs) i'm out no um I love this film. I can't say anything bad about it. Now, I may argue that I don't think maybe it's his best crime thriller. You fuck. There's there's another. Well, maybe seven. Fiction, seven. nonfiction. Seven is what? It's his best. Like, I mean, this. Oh, stop it. But anyways, um, nah, man. It feels like you're there. You're there in the 60s. I love the whole color. No, I'm, I'm serious. Like, laugh all you want, Jordan, but... <laughs> You know, everything is just visually pleasing for the time period and all that. And, you know, those actors are doing their part. It's great. Um, they do the bet. No. Um, I don't know what I'm even talking about anymore. <laughs> but no, I'm a fan of this movie. <laughs> Huge fan. Again, so it's nice that you brought this movie. It's been a minute since I've seen it. Yeah, dude. One thing I want to mention is uh, Robert Downey Jr. You know, like... Was are they saying Kiss Kiss Bang Bang kind of kind of brought him back so he could start doing films again? Because like everyone always says, oh yeah, he did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and then he was able to do Iron Man sort of because of his whole that was past. Right after? No, it wasn't right. Oh, okay. It was Kiss Kiss Bang Bang before. Or after Kiss this? Kiss Bang Bang came out in two thousand five. Yeah, but that was kind of build. I guess it was kind of building off that that he started doing a little more stuff. Um, a guide to rest recognizing your saints. Um, there's another kind of big film that he kind of did too, and then this film, which it was was a big film, but it kind of didn't do big numbers, you know, like it wasn't huge, you know, when it came this, out. This film, yeah, it yeah, was kind it of like do like a the you know the Fight Club Seven. It didn't have well, no that, Fight Club was not numbers. I'm saying like you say it did, they, they were expecting more. Well, no, people didn't like give it its due. The people just saw yeah. this and like, oh, this is just. He doesn't. Sh- I think he's just were, wanking off. Pretty he didn't much. Mad, you know? They were mad because they didn't show what I was saying. What what it, 
what would have made this a bad movie. Mm-hmm. He didn't show the yeah. killer which, which being is all, what the yeah. American audience he, it, it wasn't seven. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. seven yeah. because people are simple minded mm. and they want a seven. They want to see. Oh, I want seven him. Seven was good. Dude. Of course, seven is good. But <laughs> Zodiac is not about that. It's not about showing you cool uh, crime scenes and uh, a bunch of stuff written on a wall and a, and a goes, fat guy with. Well, food they want it written on a cab door. You're right? saying that though, but you think seven's they, a bad movie? No, I don't think seven's a bad movie. But it, but Zodiac is. Un, it, it's well, that's so much superior it, it, to Seven. Terms, so much, it, it's I, like a superior I movie in every single way. I don't, I don't think it's superior to, to Seven. That's the movie oh, I was actually it's, referencing. It's unbelievably superior. But. I was gonna say it's in terms of his craft. Of course, he's developed it a lot better. You can't really come. Mm. I don't think I can compare the two. But yes, you can't compare. The only because way they're, he's the same director. And it's I know, but film. what I'm saying is that of course his craft has developed much better. But I don't know if I could. I would choose one or the other to be put in to the collection. Seven I, I would. Still. I mean, you brought this one, and I liked it, and that's why I'm voting it in. I still. Yeah, like but seven. I, I mean, I I'm not know. saying seven doesn't belong in the collection necessarily. I'm just saying this is a much superior Over. film to seven. I mean, yes, you guys like seven because there's a lot more blood, and there's uh, Brad Pitt, and there's a head in a box. And shit like that, and <laughs> well, this one, and this one, just more procedural. It's 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 more of a police procedural. Yeah, it's yeah, more sure. of a, you know, it, there's not like a bunch of. Um, it's fiction, but it's, not it's fiction. It's not crazy that violent. Is. It, it's not. Um, it's not Fincher violent. It's, you know, the violence yeah, is more it's... so about what's going on with everyone else. It's not yeah. about showing you blood or. But showing in you... the, I mean, in the Fincher one, I mean, in Seven, they. Um, they show the aftermath. They don't necess- They don't ever really show the kills or anything like that. They show what has happened and the sure, and they're gruesome. But, it, but it's super violent. Yeah. Yes, that's my point. But this is. I mean, dude, them stab him stabbing the couple. But it's not on, as violent as that was pretty fucking violent. Sure, sure, but it's not as violent sure, as you going yes. into a plus. This what, is like all those events. different. This, this all those different happened. like um you know what is it sloth and those different yeah, seven deadly sins yeah. things where you're seeing like. A, like this wrecked room with people like naked. Yeah, and it's like, super gritty looking. You know, like it's just yeah, it's a lot more violent. <laughs> this was pretty violent too. Yes, uh, it's more violent. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I don't think that makes it less of a film. <laughs> no, but but do you understand that what I'm saying is that in Seven, it's more about that. It's more about showing the you killings that, and that, that like sensational that. violence. It's more about showing you that. Which is I'm not saying that makes it bad. I'm not saying that makes it bad. I'm saying that it, it, that movie is more about that, and so that's why people like that more because that's more engaging and entertaining. Whereas something like the Zodiac, you know, it take it really takes oh, someone Zodiac? to really sit there and be engaged in something where they don't have to just show you a bunch of fucking violent shit. Where you really have to follow what the what's going on. You know, it's not about violent crime scenes it's not about a head in a box it's not about stuff like that it's not about action scenes there's no brad pitt running after kevin spacey in the rain it's mm-hmm. about just the lives of the people who are affected by right, the crimes. development throughout the whole process yes. 
which I think makes a better film. Brad Pitt's relationship with Well, it's a different type of film. I mean, I, I, again, I, I come back to the whole fiction, nonfiction. I get, like, it's not 100% nonfiction. Yes, you can be a different type of film, but yet you can still be a better film than the other film. No, I mean, because, yes. I mean, the whole, the, what you're arguing Especially is because, because we're ranking fiction, a director's yes, because work. Uh, director's work, you can compare that to each other because it's one director. So, yeah, you can compare those two films. You can compare a director's craft on one film compared to the way he approached it on another film. Completely. Even though they're different films, even though they're really not, they're about a serial killer, right? Mm -hmm. As you had said, you know, but they're not done in the same way. They're not. Seven is done. Seven is done. Seven is done. Seven is done in the blockbuster teenagers go watch it. And make money type of way. Zodiac is made. Zodiac is made in a real adult. Sit down and watch this film. I agree with that. And not worry about there be sensationalized violence or cool crime scenes. It's really about uh, figuring out what's going on. Not with the killer scene was pretty cool. Is that that's your point? Is that do you think you do you think you won an argument with whatever you just said? Do you think you did? Okay. Oh, good. Great. So anyway, do you Zodiac is when you think you're an adult, but Seven is when you know you're an adult. How about that? Look, I wasn't trying to say anything bad about Zodiac. The whole about, I love Zodiac. It intrigued me. The fact that it can get me to want to look up the facts again and like actually want to read this guy's book, Robert Graysmith. It's a fucking mm-hmm. good movie. Yeah, and that that's what I wanted to say earlier. I was fucking brain farting. I'm sorry, but you know, it's it's a good movie. It was shot well. Cinematography. I loved this. Yeah. Do I? We're yeah, not gonna get into seven, the whole seven, seven argument. No, seven, but... seven is a fictional killer yes, whole thing. You know, it's, which it's it, and it's gonna, seven it's gonna is. Be over I mean, the top. and, and it's, Zodiac it's, it's... is, you know, trying to just to lay out the facts. Yes, you know, exactly. and stuff like that, and how it affected these people. So yeah, it's two different things, kind of. So yes, and this movie keeps you. Seven the is whole time. sensationalized, and and Zodiac is not. So you guys wouldn't say that you would watch David Fincher's films and rank them in a certain way based on the. The way that you that's like all, them. That's all opinion. Based on the way that you like them and the, and the craft that you see there. Oh, I'm sorry that when he made Seven, he didn't have the craft that he did when he no, made Zodiac. No, he still that's has not, the craft. Yes, I'm not it. saying Seven is bad. He's great. He does great in Seven. What I'm trying to tell you is that Zodiac is a superior film because of what it does in the sense of what Seven does. Yes, that's great. Seven is great for what it is. I love Seven. Please don't uh, misunderstand me. Seven is fantastic. But I'm telling you that Zodiac is a superior film because it's more mature. He's not worried about doing that sensationalized violence. And I know you guys are metal. You guys are fucking punk rock. So you think that violence is cool and you like to see There's fucking... There's no blades like... on dicks in this movie. No, I'm just kidding. And that's what upsets you. And I get that. You want to see... And that's the thing. I mean, I know that you guys love Kevin Spacey. And oh, you're, God. you're upset that he's not in anything oh, anymore. Oh, God. But that's just, I mean. I, I love know. Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, I don't know Morgan. what to tell you. That's true. Well, Me of too. course. Yeah, who doesn't? Look. Exactly. You didn't even really give your final thoughts. You just did some sort of brain fart thing. Wait, I, I thought I just did right now. Yeah, you just did. So did you let it in? Of course, man. Yeah, of course this you did. good. Yeah, of course. Of course. So I don't even know what you were arguing about. It was in. <laughs> seven. If it was whack. seven, we would have let it in, too. Yeah. Yeah, but I wouldn't have brought Seven because this is a superior film. 
It's a lot better. Sure, everything from David Fincher should be on the Criterion Collection. Yeah. We all know that. But Everyone Zodiac is movie. a much superior film in terms of the craft, the storytelling, the acting, in terms of everything. Just storytelling was pretty good in the set. Uh, yes, it was pretty good. <laughs> but I just said this was better. Stop just saying that. Yeah, it was pretty, yeah, I'm not saying it was bad, Mondo. Yes, it was pretty good. I'm saying Zodiac was, was fucking better. Just like it was in Fight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah. This film had no bar of soap. <laughs> this movie's in. That's the whole point. Of course it is, because everything I bring is going to be in. I, I have no doubt in my taste. I have, I have doubt in your guys' taste. But it's in, of course. Show me your Finchers. You guys had nothing to show me. I said, pull out your Finchers. You, had, you fools had nothing. Maybe we should have a Fincher versus Fincher episode. We Maybe prob- Seb- Seven versus Whoa. Zodiac. How about that? Yeah. First of all, I just already won that <laughs> no. with everything I just said. No, we so, just didn't want to make it a seven episode. This is Zodiac and M. No, I won. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys. Just let him think he won, dude. Thank you guys so much for listening. Of Where course, are you seven heads at? <laughs> please, if anybody has an argument that seven is better than Zodiac, please bring Comment it. Comment us. I would like Let to hear know. it. Let us know. Let because, us know. again, I could prove you wrong as well, whether <laughs> it's in the comments. Whether it's in the it. comments or it's on this. But thank you guys for listening. I'm Jordan Garcia. You can follow me at young Jane Fonda on Instagram. Please follow the pod at criterion cult pod on instagram and at criterion cult on twitter we'd love to hear from you guys we'd love to just get some feedback we're on itunes please give us a review let us know what you think listen to all the episodes thank you guys so much we got you can find me nacho bielma at he's off the map on instagram and on twitter as well this is the demon you can follow me on instagram at mr beast 88 all together also Hope everyone voted, and if you haven't voted, and you're gonna stand out in the lines, please vote. Go let's Dodgers! Get this food. Let's get this food. Yeah, go Dodgers! Congratulations. <laughs> and this is Mondo Arvizu at Save underscore Mondo on Instagram and Letterboxd and probably Twitter too. Hell yeah! Thank you guys so much for listening. Go Dodgers! Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Yeah. Go Zodiac! Woo. Seven baby! Bye. Seven.